Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma, and I'm so happy you can be here with me today. We are doing a series on pain. Two days ago, we did what is the seed of pain. Yesterday, we did how pain roots in the body. And today, we're going to talk about growth. And um, so when we talked about pain rooting in the body, we made it seem like it, it could be like mostly a traumatic experience, but it can be subtle. So let's talk about subtle because subtle is sometimes just how, excuse me, <coughs> sorry about that. Oh my gosh, I should have sneezed into my arm. I've been congested, so I think that the sneezing is a good thing. It's breaking things up. All right, so growth. Let's talk about the growth. Growth uh, is this. It's not until we have growth that we recognize we have chronic, chronic pain, meaning it's happening along, you know, over time, continuously, and possibly growing in, in uh, intensity also. So rooting pain. Now, sometimes there's an event that can establish it, but sometimes it's just you notice something. Say you're walking and you start to notice your hip is just a little tender. Um, and people will say, oh, I'm getting old. And I'm like, no, you're not getting old. My grandfather was proof of that. So this, uh, this, we make excuses for it rather than listening to it, rather than saying, hmm, I wonder what my hip's trying to tell me today. If we just listen to our body all the time and responded accordingly as though it were speaking to us directly as our best friends, we wouldn't have pain because we would be meeting what our body needs every moment all the time. When it speaks up, we listen and we respond, period. But instead, we don't. We make excuses. We subterfuge. We, um, we bury. We hide. We, <laughs> we evade. We escape. These are all things we do. We judge it. And that is probably the core issue of neglected pain is we judge it as bad. And we avoid bad things. And we don't want to be a part of that. So we separate from it. Hence the escapism and all of that. So if we could take back the labels and we could stop judging pain as bad and rather see it as our neighbor uh, knocking on the door and letting us know that the sprinkler's still on, Um, our child letting us know they're hungry, uh, you know, so our body speaks to us and it says, whoa, wrong direction, turn the car around. It speaks to us and says, whoa, not that food, eat this food. It speaks to us and says, this isn't fun. I don't want to hang out with this person. Why wouldn't we want to hang out with someone? Maybe it's not a good energetic match. We don't have to judge it good or bad, right? We could just say, oh, this isn't for me right now, today. So we're not getting... um because we haven't got that, we're, we're not learning it. So I'm telling you, the seed is a belief contrary to what God thinks of you that you took on 
and usually when you're a child, zero to six years old, but it could be any time. Rooting is, it happens in the area of the corresponding body part for the message you are meant to hear. So if you're meant to hear a message on abundance, if you're meant to hear a message that on worthiness, it's going to go to the corresponding body part. How do we know what those body parts mean? Get your Louise L. Hay, Heal Your Body book. It's a little tiny purple book. Get it and check it out. Look up your own body parts. Look up your friends. Look up your families. You know, check it out. And growth. Growth is the continuous uh, evolvement. Now, just so you know, there are groups of body parts because I know I used to make a list of all my ailments in the morning and make a paragraph from the Louise L. Hay book of affirmations that I would focus on that day based on what was out of sorts, out of sorts being sore, tender, hurting, painful, whatever. Now, what I found out was my messages were all very similar. And I started to think all the messages in the book were similar until I did, I looked up other people's problems and I recognized they had a whole different message coming through. And it was amazing. So even if you have different parts of you that are um, off, like maybe you cut your finger and you also have constipation and a headache, maybe you have to, now that was just random choosing, please. Uh, they may not go together, but for you, if you have those three components, they do go together. So you look up everything that's wrong with you in your Louise L. Hay book. And if you do this often enough, you start to learn it. And you find um, the message that you're meant to hear. You find the messages for you. They will always be a fit. Now, once in a blue moon, I would notice the affirmation didn't feel quite dead on, but then I would read the mental cause and it would blow my mind. And I would know exactly where that message was coming from. Now, I only go to the mental causes uh, briefly. I focus on the affirmations. The affirmations are the reprogramming. It is the new software. We talked about software in uh, the first part of this uh, series with the seed. The seeds are us building the software to run our systems. Now, if you have a bazillion software saying you're not worthy, it's, there's no amount of other people saying you are worthy that's going to fix that. You have to change that belief yourself. So uh, our software is our responsibility. We can always upgrade our software just as we do for our computers, our telephones. We can always upgrade it, but we have to consciously do that. It's not an unconscious thing. So here we are on day three of this uh, pain program, and it's all about growth. So let's just say you have that little twitch in your in your hip, but you ignore it. Oh, it's not a big deal. I got stuff to do. I got no time for this. So we keep going, keep going. You know, uh, it gets a little bit more sore the next day. Then it disappears. Oh, whatever. Okay. Or we don't notice it. What if we're just too numb to notice it? We're just sitting in front of the TV all day on the third day. Day four comes along and we wake up and we notice it right away. But my gosh, I got things to do, so I got to ignore it. Day five comes along, it's really strong. I'm going to take some Tylenol. Now, do you see how this builds a chronic problem? We're not dealing with the symptom. We're just rubbing it off. Oh, I must have walked too much. Or, oh, it's because I went to the gym. We're not listening. What is the message it is giving us? Or you, in this case. It's just giving that person the message. The person who has the hip, it's the messages for them. So this is growth. Growth is the ongoing 
I'm going to write this down, man. Growth is the ongoing um, messaging from body. <laughs> messaging from body about a um, thought that is out of alignment. Writing it down, boy. Out of alignment with what God thinks of you. Wonderful. So, the growth will continue. And depending on how many years, notice I use the word years, you ignore this, it gets worse and worse and worse. So, I guess today I'm looking at poison ivy because I got poison ivy for only the 10th time, you know, like... What am I? I get it like every single time I work in the yard. So I think I'm going to look at poison ivy today. I'll make a note right now. Poison ivy. Get that looked up. And start to go hardcore on my poison ivy messages. Because I do want to know what my body has to say. And I deserve to be in my garden poison ivy free. So growth is over many years. And what happens, and we know this, you know I'm going this direction it gets worse and worse and worse. Now, remember how I said you could have multiple different areas that correspond to the same messaging? So in that case, you may find that you have an ankle problem that turns into a hip problem that turns into an upper back problem, but you don't even think they're related. But, and I'm not saying this is the case because I do not have the book and I do not have the situation, but you will find for yourself when you look up all of the issues in the Heal Your Body book that they all correlate, that they're all just one more way the body's... So the body made your ankle hurt, but instead of totally crippling you, it said, well, we, we're not getting the attention we need, so let's go to the knee. Because it does want to keep you up and about. It does want to keep you functioning. You know, your body wants to stay functioning. So now the message is coming through on the knee. And then that doesn't get your attention enough. The message comes through is on upper back. So do you see, it's no different than when my Toulouse, my little dog, comes up and he sits in front of me to get my attention. It's time to eat. And I don't pay attention. And then um, he senses that he's lost my attention and he hasn't gotten the message through. So now, uh, as I'm turned away, he comes up and he scratches on my leg. He's still very quiet. He's still subtle, right? But he does. This is a little bit more intense than just him staring at me. And now I'm looking down, what do you want? What do you want? So he's trying to tell me what he wants, right? But he's more telepathic. He doesn't actually have vocal cords to say, feed me lunch. So he's trying to get me across because he wants me to figure this out. He desperately wants me to figure it out. If I had said, do you want to eat? which I'm being very careful right now because he is laying next to me. I don't want to get him excited. If I said that, he probably would have been like, yes. He would have given me his yes messaging, which would have been uh, ears perked, cocked head. Maybe even a little bark, maybe a wiggle, maybe a little jump. These are his yeses. I would have got a yes. But instead, I looked at him and then my mind wandered because I have a weak mind. We have weak minds. They wander, they jump around. And I just like maybe my phone beeped or something and I got distracted again. Well, next time he might scratch me a little bit more or he might bark. Now, do you, what I'm pointing out is the escalation of symptoms. 
all right? And it's no different with our bodies. They're trying to get our attention. They want our attention so that we will undo this program, which is no longer serving us. This program, this thought or belief, which is from yonder days of survival with parents who we had to uh, comply with to receive love that we don't need to do anymore. We don't need to survive anymore. We are thriving. And in thriving, we have to be willing to go in and clean up these old programs, dump them out, and bring in the new. I have this amazing program, and I, I think it might even be on the shelf here, it's so amazing. Um, Vernon, is it Vern, Vern Wolf? Oh my God. Let me just see if this is the book because if it is, I'd love to share it with you. It is absolutely amazing system. Nope, that's not it. All right. I think I might've taken it back to the island. Nope, wait, what's this? Aha, here it is. All right, it is by Art Martin, and it's called Energy Psychology, Energy Medicine. And he has a chart. Wow. Oh, my God. I am so using this as the cover for today. He has a chart on here, and it shows the front side of a body. And it's pointing to different areas of the body. The knees, fear or refusal to, refusal to venture forward. Shins, I'm not all right, or calf muscles. Feet, anger at being pushed forward. Do you have problems with your feet? That might be your issue. Um, and that is the right foot. The left foot is fear of stepping forward in life. So one is anger at being pushed forward, and one is fear of stepping forward. He's pointing up here. Okay, so what he's showing is the left side of the body has to do with fear. The right side has to do with anger. And go figure, anger is TMJ, both sides. Um, fear of experiences would be the collarbone or up there, first rib collarbone area. Um, fear of refusal, no, fear of experiences, fear of refusal to venture out, avoiding stressful situations. That's um, the front of the core. I don't know, it's super cool. I'm gonna include a picture of this, but I still say get the Louisa Hay book. But the reason I'm bringing up Art, um, Art Martin, who I worked with online, actually, who's a phenomenal human being, um, is because he has books where you can just undo the programs. Listen to this. I'm asking file and program manager. Now, imagine if we were an organic computer, we would have a file and program manager to remove an infinity number of procrastinator, avoider, confuser, facilitator, indecisive, disorienter, disorganizer, disassociator, distractor, judger, resenter, pulling sympathy, saboteur, impatient, sacrificer, projector, gullible, invalidator, counterdependent, codependent, poor me, self-pity, struggler, striver, sufferer, victim, jealous, selfish, pain addict, envious, self-pity, scaredy cat, nagger, chameleon, substance abuser, Refusal to take responsibility, blamer, make my decisions for me, masochist, vampire, liar, runaway, damsel in distress, soap opera star, and put them in the trash bin. That's like a gazillion different, like low energy 
perpetrators that we can play, that we can be characters in our uh, play that we can be. And we want those out. We don't want to be functioning that way anymore. So anyway, that was just one page on page 124. He has tons of programs. Like here's one, release unidentified programs and files, um, affirmation to set up positive money magnet. Step 31, installing I am entitled to money and I can receive wealth programs. These are like cool, right? Well, don't you want to install that program in your computer? <laughs> Step 30, remove the aging program. Ah, that's an amazing one. And there's an affirmation to re remove the aging program. Uh, step 29, correct the defective digestive program. My God, I'm going to have to do that with my little Bellamina. Step 28, releasing curses, hexes, and spells. Step 27, check for vows, oaths, allegiances, and vows of poverty. Step 26, check for negative thought forms. Wow. So this is, we've got so many programs and we don't even know it. Isn't this amazing? Remove authority figure program. You can be your own authority figure. Um, re clear, recycle bin, and archive history files. We don't want to hold on to files. We don't want to reserve them for like, well, maybe I'll need it in the future. When you get out, rid of that 1990 um, Microsoft uh, pro uh, programs, you don't put it back on a shelf like, oh, I might need this someday. No, you throw it away. You're on 2020 now or 2022. You throw away the 1990 programs. You don't hold on to those. They can't even run your systems anymore. Think about that. Uh, here's step 22. Remove tra the traumatic birthing programs. I had a friend that when she did this, she really crashed because she recognized that her mom, like she owned something about her own birth that she hadn't really processed and it had affected her whole life. It affected her own children. Um, here's one step 18, removing inner critic. All right. How many people have an inner critic? That's just, just always on the go. You know, step 17, remove the critical parent. There's a critical parent program. You know, we all have one, um, or had one. And anyway, this is amazing stuff. So when we are considering the fact that things are growing, we have to consider the fact that it's going to continue to grow because growing is how it's going to get our attention if we're not listening. So problems that start out minor become bigger and bigger and bigger until it's a disease and until it's chronic and it's a very invasive. But it doesn't matter what level it gets to, you can always step into your power, love yourself unconditionally and release it. So you're going to have to love the pain too, because the pain is the message. And so we want to hear those messages and we want to address them so that we can be um, balanced with our journey, with our powerfulness, you know, our empowerment and with our relationship with God's source energy so that we can do the work we came to do and be our highest potential selves. So wicked cool. All right. So with that, I'm going to bid you adieu. It's time to get on with your day. Mwah! Bye now. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Love you. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142. 
private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.